Being an entrepreneur can often feel like an endless hustle. Never-ending to-do lists, sales and marketing, networking, client calls, social media, the pressure to always be on is never-ending, and the work-hard-to-reap-rewards mentality continues to dominate our schedules. But when we try and maintain that urgency all the time, it actually has the opposite effect, and we start to lose energy and motivation, making decisions under pressure and generally losing sight of why we started this in the first place. What we need to learn is how to make space to let ourselves breathe and become selective, focused, and calm, to choose our activities based on who we are as people. Making space is about a new type of business that is slow, intentional, and aligned. It's about strategies and tactics that are born from thoughtful reflection and deep dialogue, and will guide you to give yourself permission to build a unique and fully personalized business that finally feels good. Welcome to the show. I'm Stephanie Hayes, and I'm a business strategist and coach for small business owners who want to grow their service-based businesses in smart, healthy, and sustainable ways. I specialize in asset-based business model design and marrying strategy and execution so my clients can quickly and effectively transition into their next phase of growth. Hey, welcome back to the show. I am so excited to be recording our second ever episode following a wonderful launch of the show and lots of great feedback. So here we are. Um, in our first episode, I was talking about um, the four pillars of passion. And I mentioned that in the episode. And someone actually asked me to talk more about it and dedicate an episode specifically to this tool that I've developed uh, that I use in my business model design framework. So here we are, I'm going to dive into the four pillars of passion and the work that I do around understanding you in your business and how important that is to designing a business model that's actually going to work for you. So here's the thing. When we are taught about building a business, there is so much stuff to consume, especially now. 10 years ago, it was a really different world. Today, whatever it is that you want to know about business, there are 150,000 different opinions on how to do it. What you are typically taught in terms of starting a business is that you start with your customer and you work out from there. And this is a bit problematic because what I know is that the customer is not necessarily the most important thing that drives you within your business. Now that sounds kind of crazy, right? Because when we run a business, we want to make something that people want. Well, that's not really what I'm talking about. So let me dive in a little bit deeper. When you think about passion in your business, what do you typically think about? People will often come to uh, entrepreneurship thinking, well, I'm really passionate about photography or I'm passionate about um, helping people in relationships, which is awesome. That, that's part of your vision. That's part of your kind of your overall why. But then they skip a whole bunch of steps and they go straight to how. But there's actually something in between that everyone kind of misses. And it's totally critical to how you make decisions about the way your business is designed. And this is where I 
developed what I call the four pillars of passion. And I kind of named it that, that sort of tongue in cheek because of the, hey, go find your passion. You'll never work a day in your life. But actually, when you really boil it down, there is one passion that we have inside of the business. In the work that I do with my clients, I started thinking about this when I was working with one client who was really, really stuck on trying to define what her business would be. What was the work that she was going to do? And she was spinning and spinning and everything was kind of like she like lackluster for her. She wasn't really getting excited about anything. And then as we were talking, she started mentioning some work she had done with one particular client and her face just absolutely lit up. And all of a sudden her energy went from wah, wah, to, oh my gosh, I love this so much. And this was this particular type of client. And she had worked with a couple of them. And what she loved were these ultra spiritual, um, like shamans and, and people who were really like deeply in that space. And what started to occur to me is that we were having conversations about what she was going to do when what was really exciting for her was who she was going to serve. So we stopped the conversation and we looked at that particular um, customer group and she said, you know, I don't really care what I'm doing as long as I'm working with them. Well, hurrah, that was the place we needed to get to. That was what we needed to figure out because after that, we could start putting a business together and, and looking at that particular customer group and understanding what they really needed and what she could fulfill. Now, funny enough, that's what caused me to start thinking that we actually have to, have to change the way that we design our businesses. But this was exactly the way that we were taught to. She had a passion for a particular type of customer. But when I thought about that for my own business, it really didn't resonate with me. Yeah, I know who I wanna work with and I have particular requirements around those kinds of people, but it, it didn't drive me. And I knew that if I followed the needs of the customer I really liked or I thought I could serve, I would end up designing a really different business than I have now. So I knew for me that that was not my passion. Now, keep in mind with all these four pillars of passion, we want to know what each one of them is for us, each of these four pillars, and we design to optimize for the four pillars, but we need to understand which pillar is ours. So I'll keep going here and Hopefully it makes some more sense as we start to dive in a little bit. So this got me thinking and it got me thinking because I think a lot of people back up and start with what's my vision, what's my why, and then I just have to like go and create a business. But here's what I knew. This is the example I give all the time and it's kind of funny because it's supposed to not apply to anyone really except <laughs> it did. So let's imagine that my vision was that every baby goat has pajamas. Okay, that's what I want in the world. That's the, the change I wanna make in the world. 
So what would you think you might create as a business? Making pajamas for baby goats, right? What if you have arthritis? What if you have no hands? What if you are allergic to the fabric? You're going to continue making pajamas for baby goats because that's your vision and you're dedicated to your vision, but you're miserable the whole time. You don't like to sew. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe you can knit baby pajamas. I don't know. But the point is, is that you're, you're executing on your business in the, the most obvious way that you think you need to do it, except you're unhappy all the time. But what about the lobbyist who tries to um, influence legislation that will ensure that all baby goats have pajamas? Or what about the delivery truck driver who is delivering the pajamas? What about the farmer who is pajama friendly? All of these people are still fulfilling on that same vision, but they're doing different things. And they're doing different things according to what is most aligned with who they are. So that step, understanding the step between my why and my how is critically important. You have to know who you are as a business owner. So the four pillars that I have established after working with hundreds of clients, going through this exercise, thinking hard about their businesses and the way that they answer those questions, I got to the point where I understood that there are four main pillars. The first one is a particular type of customer, which we've talked about with my um, old client. The second pillar is a particular offer that you've created. For most services businesses, this is not necessarily their pillar. But for example, for my software company, we've created a software product, that would be our pillar. Because that's the most, that's the most important thing for us in our business. And I'll explain a little bit in a minute how you establish what your pillar is. The third pillar is a particular skill or experience that you have. You are a connector or you are a problem solver or you're an activator or you are a, you're an artist, you're an oil painter, something like that. So if that could be your pillar is your um, particular skill. The fourth pillar is the way that you want to work. And this is wildly different in terms of how people define it. But for me, this was my pillar. I don't want projects, deadlines, like I have ADHD, that doesn't work for me. I was really unhappy anytime I felt like I had to recreate work, which when I would go into a strategy session, it was perfect. I that's I'm in my element. I love looking at a whole bunch of different things and finding the solution to a problem and then leaving. If I had to write that up or write requirements or something like that, it felt almost physically painful. So I knew that my ideal way of working was to stay focused at a strategic level and be guiding people. And that really aligns with all of my um, personality and my all the tests that I've done and so on and so forth. Um, and so the way that you want to work might be really different for someone else. Like it might be that they really want to work one-on-one -on -one with people because they need that 
constant feedback from from people or it may may be something else location specific or maybe it's that you know you have a health condition or something like that so the way that we evaluate and assess our pillar is we go through each of those four pillars which by the way is really important from a business model design perspective anyway this is the very first exercise i do with my clients so we go through our four pillars and we name one thing and it has to be the one thing you can't put a whole long list of all the possibilities in each of these pillars you have to say what is the number one customer that you'd like to work with and then the second pillar what is the number one offer a lot of people will kind of waffle on this they're like i don't know so don't worry about it don't worry about if there's not one that's like stand out for you just name your your favorite one and and it'll come out in the wash if we um if it's not meant to be your third one, what's your, what is the skill that you most love utilizing? What is the skill that you're happiest when you are using? And then the, the fourth pillar is the way that you want to work. What are the conditions that are so important to you about the way that you work? Take your time, answer each of those pillars, and then you're going to go back and you're going to run a test. So the first pillar, the customer, you're going to say, okay, if I am delivering my favorite offer and I am using my favorite skill and I'm working in the way that I want to work, but I can't work with that customer. And oftentimes people will be like, well, but what customer is it? It doesn't matter. It's just not that customer. Would you still want to do the work? Go through that question with each of the pillars. If I was serving my favorite customer, using my favorite skill, working in the way that I want to work, but I couldn't deliver that favorite offer, would I still want to do the work? And so on and so forth. So this is hard for people because they often will go through and they'll be like, oh, I can't say no to any of these because what if they, then I'm not going to make them true. That's not the point of the exercise. When we go through and we design your ideal business, we want to design it to be as optimal as possible for you. So we're going to take all those things into consideration. But when we're trying to find that pillar, we want to know what that is because it's the guiding light for all of the decisions you make going forward. And trust me, this works. So don't let yourself waffle. Don't let yourself, you know, keep your fingers in all of the pots because you're afraid of losing one of them. That's not how this works. You want to get to the gut punch. And I know my gut punch was the way that I want to work because I was not willing to compromise that one. When I thought about my ideal customer, I thought, yeah, that's the ideal customer that I'd want to work with. But if it was someone else or if it was, you know, a little bit different, would it make me absolutely not want to do the work? No, I can see it. Same with my offers. Like, you know, I have some cool offers, but I'd I'd be willing to be flexible on those. And with my skills, um, yeah, I like, I want to work in a strategic way, but I could be quite happy doing other things too. Like, yes, I know what I'd like, but it wouldn't kill me not to be doing that. But when it came to the way that I want to work, it was like a hard no for me. It was like in my stomach. And this is why when people who have worked with me before 
as my coach or helping me with my business, they always say, well, let's start with your ideal customer. I'm like, yeah, but that doesn't like meh. That doesn't, I can't give them a really good answer on their questions because that's not what drives me. That's not my pillar of passion. So when you go through the exercise and you're honest with yourself and you really listen to your body when you're asking those questions, one of those pillars is going to emerge as yours. So what do you do with that information? When you know what that is, that informs everything going forward. We don't do any business model design until we have figured out your pillar of passion. So then when I go through the rest of the design exercise, I am going to ensure that all the decisions we make, whether it's about offers, the customers you serve, um, pricing, the way that you deliver your offers, everything has to come back and align with that pillar and has to satisfy that and make it true. And if it doesn't, we've got a problem. So if you, if your pillar, if my pillar is the way that I want to work and it has to be in this strategic way without projects and deadlines, and I went through and I tried to create an offer that was all done for you services where I was, um, I don't know, where I was, you know, writing pieces for you or something like that, that's out of alignment with what I know to be true about myself. And so I would end up building a business, creating offers that made me feel crummy. And what kind of energy do you think you put into a business like that? How successful do you think that I would be? I would be unhappy and this is exactly how I used to be. I ran a consulting business, I had a big consulting team and I was doing a lot of the delivery work and it was like walking through mud. Yes, we were making, you know, multiple seven figures in the business, but I was walking through mud all the time. So this is a great place to start. And I know that when people come to me and they want to make changes in their business, they want to jump right into tactics. And I make them start here because so many times I see people have designed offers design marketing activities, designed all the things in their business without doing this. And they will continue to chase, you know, good money after bad, throwing in investments into things that just don't work for them. And I would rather we build a business that has some wacky business model and some crazy way of working and some offer that no one has heard of before or you know some way of delivering your services that is really unique if it satisfies your pillar of passion if it is fully aligned with who you are and trust me i have had some challenges right i have had some business owners that show up and say look i've got all this stuff i'm going to put it all on the table and it's a lot and we have to figure out what a business model looks like that is going to accommodate all of those constraints, all of those needs, all of those values, all of those goals. I love it. Bring it on. This model 
helps us ensure that whatever you're building, you're building for you. And that is the best way to be able to get the energy and success in your business that you really, really need. Because if we're using cookie cutter frameworks, if we are um, using templates, if we are doing what other people have done and it doesn't suit us, I'll tell you how much success that you have. So go back and remember the baby goats. Go back and figure out what your pillar of passion is. Go back and look at your offers, your delivery, your marketing activities, your um, your engagement, your visibility, the customers you're serving. Ask yourself, do those align with what I have put into my pillars of passion? Sometimes this exercise is best suited to do with someone who knows how to facilitate this, someone who can see what you're not seeing. Because I often find that people are get caught, right? They get caught in their own stories and their own thinking. And this is a really good facilitated exercise. So let me know, what did you figure out about yourself when you went through the four pillars? And how is this going to help you redesign your business? Thanks for joining me for this episode of Making Space. If you've loved this content, I would so appreciate if you left a review on whatever platform you're listening on. This helps others know just how important this content is. If you'd like to continue the conversation, come join me on Instagram at stephaniehayes.biz, on LinkedIn, Facebook, or Twitter. And if you're ready to dive deeper into how you can make more space in your own business, pop on over to my website at stephaniehayes.biz and grab some time in my schedule for a free 30-minute call where we can dig into your current business model and find all the places that we can find you more freedom. Until next time, breathe, listen, and slow down so you too can start making space.